0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Crunch Time podcast. After last night, we have a big surprise from the World Series. The Astros, after pitching Verlander and Cole in games one and two, are now down 0-2 in the series. Murrow you think they can still win, or you think the Nationals have it locked down?
1: Well, I think they still have a shot. I think, obviously, game three is critical, but we have something—I uh, think we have some bright spots— Really, what's happened to the Astros is the offense has just gotten shut down. And you can say whatever you want about the pitching. Obviously, we gave up a ton of runs last night. But the reality is, is the lineup has not produced with runners in scoring position, and we have not gotten to uh, big hits w- with runners in scoring position. I think what needs to happen is you're going to see the Astros are going to start uh, start Kyle Tucker. Um, I think you're, uh, obviously Jordan's going to be out of the lineup, and I think that's going to be a good thing. I think Kyle Tucker is going to invigorate the Astros lineup and hopefully they're going to get some hits but I also think a hidden weapon is Zach Greinke and not only as a pitcher but as a hitter and he is one of the best hitting pitchers in all of baseball maybe the best and so I think maybe that gives the Astros an edge If and Greinke has uh, had great great stats great success against this Nationals lineup so hopefully Greinke pitches well but he also maybe gets a big swing with the bat and is able to drive in some runs and that's why I think the Astros have a shot at game three Obviously, I think if they go down three zero, there's probably no coming back from that. But if they do pick up the next game, you're right back in, it. and you're you're going to be able to throw your best bull, your best uh, game four. You're going to be able to throw Rakiti and then bring your best out of the bullpen. And then if you're you're right there again, if you're tied two two, I think the Astros once again regain the advantage in the series. So the Astros know what they have to do, and I think they're going to come out and do it.
0: So Murr, you are right about runners and scoring position. I think they're hitting one forty six. In the World Series, or not in the World Series, in the playoffs with running, runners in scoring position. But I honestly disagree with you on taking Jordan out of the lineup. In the World Series, he's been putting together much better at bats. I think he was two for three last night with his one out being a diving play by Cabrero on what would have been another single. He's found a swing back. And honestly, I think they should keep him around as a pinch hitter for when you need to pull out Grinky and do a double switch. Well I I think, but he- I think I think the Nationals based off the fact that they're an NL team their pitchers get more at bats and they know what they do with double switches they manage like an NL team and they know who to put in when substitution wise I think they have the upper hand in game 3 if the Astros win game 3 though see a high chance of them winning game 4 and then bringing and then Regaining the lead in this, the advantage in the series. Well, I
1: think there's no doubt in that. Jordan has had better at bats in the World Series, but he will. I mean, and he'll. He, I think, as you said, he, he might come off the bench as a pinch hitter. But you're not going to see him play. I, I don't think you're not going to see him start any of the games because his defense and the. I mean, it's not obviously it's not terrible, but he just doesn't have a spot on the field to play when you have such a good outfield in baseball.
2: And uh, yeah, I'd like to say basically the same thing, JJ uh Jay. A.J. Hinch, sorry, A.J. Hinch said, "Clearly the Nats have outplayed us. I mean, bottom line, they came into our building and played out two really good games. The Astros didn't do super well. Like they've had some fielding errors, like Alex Bregman's throwing error, Justin Verlander's throwing error. But those are things you can correct. So I'm thinking that they're going to do well in the next game against the Nationals. They've learned from their mistakes, and I don't think they're going to make them again.
0: Did they count the throw off his foot a throwing
2: yeah. error? I don't think it, no. I don't think no. that was an error. That was just a base.
1: That was a hit, and I don't know if they hit, gave Bregman an error. It was a. T- I think it's a play he should have made, but I believe they give they gave him a hit on that. But I do. I mean, the play he should have made.
0: Um, no, Bregman's wide throw at first. So oh, wide had, throw at first. Yeah, uh, okay. to but score. I don't know if he get. They, he might they have did had not a, give him an error on the play on the, that bounced okay, off his ball. Like So
1: yeah, he had an error. But at that point, the game was almost out of reach.
0: It was. It was 4-2 by that point. The Astros only scored three runs in the game regardless. And even then, the Nationals, they weren't pitching their best guys because they were already up by six runs.
3: Okay. I don't usually talk about baseball, but I have to step in here. You guys, continue to disrespect the Nationals. From the start of the series, everyone was acting like this series was over before it even started. The Astros, once they beat the Yankees, they'd already won the World Series. JW over here said it would be a sweep. No one predicted the game, any, predicted the series would even go to seven games. These Nationals have one of the best teams in baseball, whether the record says it or not. Believe it or not, they have the best record in baseball since May. They started off slow and they've been on fire ever since. Their rotation rivals that of the Astros. And then, let's talk about their batters. Anthony Rendon, as you said, Jack, possibly might be the NL MVP. And then Juan Soto. Can we talk about Juan Soto? Yes, we I can. Mean, He's a
0: great on-base hitter. He has a great um, average, and he hits for power. Juan Soto is a great hitter.
3: Yes, and he has absolutely had the Astros' number this World Series, and he, he continues
0: yes. to play well. And he fin- had Justin Verlander's number going one for four.
3: He also absolutely destroyed the Astros in game he one. He hit
0: off of Garrett Cole. That is true. He and made he an also adjustment. Hit... He went two for three off Garrett Cole. But I wouldn't say he had their number because he went one for four off Justin Verlander and company.
3: If the Nats win, he's going to be the World Series MVP. That is true. That is what I'll tell you. And I believe the Nats will win because although I think I, I, the Astros are extremely talented, this is a monumental task to be down two games. Already, your two best pitchers have already pitched. You have to go to Washington. And there are going to be three games in Washington. They're going to have to win two of them. And I think that will be an extremely difficult task. I think even if they do win two of them, then you have to win back-to-back games in Houston, which they already haven't won back-to-back games in Houston. I think the Nationals are overall too good to squander this lead, and that's why I think they – they retain the advantage and they win the series. I'd like to say, just a
2: comparison: Who do y'all think is better, Alex Bregman or Juan Soto? Uh, Bregman. Bregman
0: is Bregman better than or- Soto. Soto. The question is: Anthony Rendon or Alex Bregman? Uh,
1: Rendon's the better player. I mean, I think that's not a question. I mean, probably you know Bregman. Has You want Bregman on your team in the future, He is younger, he has more upside, but Rendon is
3: clearly, right now, the better third baseman. And Soto right. has played better in the playoffs than Alex Bregman, well, and right. that is a
1: fact. That, that's, yeah. And that it's mattered most. But Bregman did get, he did have the home run last night, and I think it's important to see uh, Bregman get, get on, um, have a big hit, because he has been really, really bad. Uh, not bad, but he's been really cold throughout the postseason. Just asking, do you want to
2: statistically better right now? Because according to... MLB Network. Alex Bregman has basically better stats in all categories: home runs, OPS, and is WAR. This in is this postseason or postseason?
0: No, not. No,
3: just and this okay. is comparing
0: okay. who? Um, compare comparing Anthony Rendon and Alex Bregman. Well, Rendon
1: obviously has. A Rendon better-
0: does not have as many home runs.
1: He has a better average. Of course. He has a
0: better average. He does not have as good of an OPS, and he does not have as good of a WAR.
1: And he's a but he's a better uh, he's a better def- uh, defensive than Questionable. But he, I, mean, I,
0: I don't know the statistics on that, but we can say that they are both, both elite-tier
3: elite, defensive both elite. third base. Also, I will say, ba- back to Juan Soto. This guy turns 21 tomorrow. Can't even, and he, is, he can't buy he, a drink today. He can't buy a drink, and he's absolutely dominating the World Series. And his playoff run has been unbelievable so far. Wild card game. Down at home, two outs, big hit. And he gives the Nationals the lead. They ended up winning that game. Well,
0: the Brewers then, right fielder gave the Nationals the
3: lead. He still came up clutch and provided a big hit. Then against the Dodgers, Game 5, big home run, off Kershaw, winning the game. He has been unbelievable this postseason. And you can say whatever you want about his form or, oh, he's just getting lucky. But this guy... In sports, you're looking for the it factor. This guy definitely has the it factor, and I think he's going to be a great, great player for many years. Look, the Nationals,
1: they're a very good team. I mean, they have probably the MVP in the NL. You can debate that and Rendon, but uh, one of the best players, clearly. Obviously, Soto's been torching the Astros uh, and you know been really hot throughout the entirety of the playoffs. But here's what I will say. The Astros have Jose Altuve, George Springer. These are two of the best players of our generation in the postseason, and in, especially sure. in the postseason as well. And look, if any if any team can come back 2-0, I think it's the Astros because as uh, the Astros broadcast last night on the radio actually mentioned a stat that out of the last sixty times the World Series has gone to two O uh, to have some, one of the teams having a two O lead, twelve teams, so twenty percent of the time, have come back to win uh, the World Series. I'm willing to bet out of those 12 teams, the Astros are one of the best. And so I think the Astros, although it is a big task, can come back and do it.
0: Uh, so, I, yeah, 80% of the teams don't come back. And especially what I actually think right now I give the upper hand in the series to the Nationals because they have been playing some of the hottest baseball for the last, since May, since any point you want to put it. They've been one of the hottest teams in the postseason. They've been one of the hottest teams. They've won 17 out of their last 19 games. They're now it's 18 out of 20, I think. They're they've been insane. Pitching's great. And it really comes down to, to tomorrow night, can Zach grinky win can Zach Grinky win a game or can Annabelle Sanchez win a game? One of them will have to take over a game and win a game. And whoever wins that game, I'm giving the series to them.
1: I agree. I think if the Astros win tomorrow or uh, the next game, they're going uh, to win the game in, uh, series in seven.
0: So with no good NFL games on tap for this week, we're taking it over to college. We've got two great games there. We're going to start with Auburn-LSU.
1: Well, I think LSU is going to take this game, and I think they're going to beat Auburn pretty soundly. I think they clearly have the better quarterback. Joe Burrow has really stepped up his game. He looks like a Heisman candidate. Um, LSU's defense is very good, and I think they're just the better team overall.
2: I think this game, you see two very good quarterbacks. Some people are saying Bo Nix is in contention for the Heisman, but I think that they're going to lose today to LSU. LSU, I think, has a bit better defense, but the quarterback is really where Separates Joe Burrow is really just a great quarterback, and so that's why I think LSU gonna take over the game probably by ten or thirteen.
0: So I'm not saying this logic always works, but the uh, LSU or def- er, sorry, yes, the Florida defense gave Bo Nix fits. Florida beat LSU or er, Florida beat Auburn pretty soundly. LSU beat Florida pretty soundly. I don't even think this is a close game. This logic is not always sound, but I feel like with the magnitude of both losses, you can pretty clearly see that um, the winners of both those games were better teams. So when you have the loser of one of those games, and then the person who beat the loser lost pretty soundly to the team that is playing the first loser, then the winner of all should win. Therefore, LSU should beat Auburn quite soundly.
3: I don't think it's that complicated. It's just simply as you said, Jack, Joe Burrow, Heisman candidate. I don't think it's going to translate to the NFL, but in college, he's I don't I don't think I can remember a time where there's been that much of a uh, that much a player has improved so much from just an average college quarterback to a superstar college quarterback and being considered as a first round pick in the NFL draft. And as I said a few weeks ago, no one's been able to stop Joe Burrow. And that is still the case under this new system. Joe Burrow has been lights out. He is unbelievable. He, I think LSU, even if they do lose maybe to Alabama later in the year, I think they still make the college playoffs just because of their defense and of the play of Joe Burrow. And I just think. Better quarterback, better team, and they're going to win.
0: So taking it over to the Big Ten, we have a top 15 showdown there where Wisconsin plays Ohio State. You have one of the better quarterbacks in the league on Ohio State, probably the best running back in college football on Wisconsin. Who's going to win?
1: Well, I think this game is much, much closer than the LSU-Auburn game. I think Ohio State's shown they are one of the best three teams in college football. However, I think Wisconsin is a very, very good football team. They've been able to run the ball on whoever they face this year. Their defense is good. I think I'll take uh, Ohio State by 10 because they have the better QB, but I think this game will be close.
2: I think in this game, I think Wisconsin, they kind of feel like they're a bit too far back, and so they are going to come out and stun Ohio State. And I think that the uh, the rushing attack with Jonathan Taylor will do really good against the Ohio State defense. They might be, you know, good front seven, but I still think that Jonathan Taylor, he puts up, like, two touchdowns every game. He's going to put up two more. I do think both defenses are pretty good, so it will be low scoring. I'm saying the game's going to be probably 17-14 in Wisconsin.
0: Um, I think after the loss to Illinois last week, Wisconsin is going to be pissed, and they're going to come out and play like they're pissed, and they're going to play hard. Smash mouth, Big Ten football. They're going to run right over Ohio State's defense. Jonathan Taylor is going to have a monster week. The uh, yes, the Wisconsin defense is going to step it up, and although you cannot stop, uh, Justin Fields. Yeah,
2: Justin, yeah, Justin, Justin
0: Fields. It's one of those guys where. You can't stop them, you can only contain them. They'll do a very good job at containing them. He'll be, he'll beat them on a couple plays, but they'll make sure that they don't give up anything else and they'll win probably 27-21.
3: I'm going to disagree. I think when you have an elite program like Ohio State going against a pretty good program in Wisconsin, but Wisconsin just lost to an unranked team. It's they did not play well at all. They prove that they may have been a little overrated coming into that week. And this Ohio State team has NFL players all over it. Top prospects all over that defense. And obviously, Justin Fields, who has been amazing. People forget that he actually beat Trevor Lawrence for Elite 11 MVP a few years ago. This guy is an extremely good quarterback, extremely talented, great passer, great runner. As you said, Jack... No one has been able to stop him, and in fact, no one has been able to contain him. So because of those reasons, I think Ohio State's just the better football team, better players, better coached, and that's why they're going to win.
0: With the NBA starting two days ago, we're going to do predictions about who's going to win it all this year and who will take league MVP, and we'll start with Jack Murrow. Well, I think...
1: Uh, in the West, you have a lot of good teams. Obviously, the Clippers and Lakers seem to be the two best teams, and maybe the Rockets a little bit behind them. I think it'll probably be it, it'll come down to the Clippers and Lakers. I'll, I think um, probably have to give the edge to the Lakers because now LeBron has something to play for, and we all know how good LeBron is in the postseason. In the East, I'm going to take um, the Bucks. I think uh, Giannis will have another really great season. And don't make it all the way. And in the finals, I'll take the Lakers over the Bucks. For my MVP prediction, I'm going to take Anthony Davis. I think playing with LeBron is going to help him a ton. He's already such a great player. He's already put up the stats uh, to be an MVP when he was in New Orleans. If you can do the same thing on the Lakers, a real playoff team, I think he'll win MVP.
2: Okay. For me, in the Eastern Conference, I think the Bucks, they have Giannis, one of the best players in the NBA. And really the East, there's not too many, like, superstar teams that he's really going to have to get past. So I think Giannis can push them to the finals. And then in the West, I think the Rockets, with the power combo of Russell Westbrook and uh, James Harden, they're going to be dropping triple-doubles for days. So, and then after that, uh, in the finals, I think the rockets are going to bring it home. And then for MVP, I think Russ, he will have another amazing year, put up like a million triple-doubles and get that MVP.
3: I don't think the rockets are going to be are going to win the finals. I simply think you have two of the biggest playoff chokers in James Harden and Russell Westbrook on your team, two isolation players. That does not lend well in the playoffs. And I simply think the finals will come down to the 76ers. I mean, absolutely stacked team. I think Ben Simmons finally getting his shot a little bit. Embiid is an absolute monster. Adding off Horford, still have Tobias Harris. I don't like many other teams in the East. I think the Bucks are kind of overrated, losing Malcolm Brogdon, who was a key piece in their team. The Nets, obviously, KD, is not going to play for this entire year coming back from that injury. And I don't think Kyrie is good enough to carry an entire team to the finals. That's why the Sixers are going to win the East. And the, in the West, you have the best player in the NBA, Kawhi Leonard, absolutely the best defender, the most clutch player, and the best player overall, joining Paul George, joining a team that went 48 and 34 last year and made the playoffs, and took the Golden State Warriors to six games. I think the Clippers are going to win the NBA Finals soundly over the 76ers. And as for my MVP, I think it's going to be Steph Curry. I think you're going to see no KD on the team anymore, no Clay. He's going to take so many more shots than he's done in years past. He's going to average over 30 points a game, have a season like to his 2015-16 season, and he's going to take home the 2019-20 MVP. Rodrigo, so, I
2: will have to say on the Rockets, a negative times a negative equals a positive.
0: Yes, um, and I think I'm going to make mine quick because we're running out of time here, but in the East – I'm liking the Sixers basically just because of what Rodrigo said. I'm not going to expand on that. There's really said it all. Um, In the West, though, I'm liking the Lakers. I don't think Kawhi um, beats playoff LeBron, and I think Anthony Davis is better than Paul George, even though they play quite different positions. And my MVP this year um, is going to be Joel Embiid. He's going to be a monster in the paint. He's going to get all the points, all the rebounds. And I – And I think, don't be surprised if you see Joel Embiid get a quadruple double this year because he's that good.